Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I want a pop with the I can't baby hear myself. all night nerd. I want a bop the night away. I forgot <laughs> to plug in the headphones. I forgot. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. We were just, just singing some dance seals. I wasn't. You were. Poodle. I don't know who that is. Well, Dan Seals. Come at me if you want to bop all night long. I've been found guilty. Guilty, y'all. Love after Maka. Of loving the first degree. But I don't mind. Mm-mm. Sure don't. As long as you're here with me. A judge and the jury. jury. When they hurt my plea. Yeah. You know they sent me up the river. Straight up fabric. Okay, uh, they put the blame on me. Lock me up, throw away the key. Ooh, ooh, I'm just a prisoner of love. I'm doing time, I'm doing fine. Ooh, ooh, I'm just a prisoner of love. Love after lock up, y'all. Watch it, y'all. Those little Debbie cakes They go everywhere Nothing like a jumpsuit You know, someone out there Just felt seen for the first time Who has all these Dan Seals mm-hmm. uh, tapes It's because I did a cameo And sang Meet Me in Montana with Marie Osmond And then someone like me was like Who the fuck is that? I heard that Marie Osmond when I was a kid And I went who is that angelic voice? If she made <laughs> dolls, I would buy one. <laughs> and she did. Y'all, she made dolls. This is real. Poodle has seen me watching QVC and has to talk me down from buying a Marie Osmond I doll. I have. I mean, I almost called in. It, it, that's, <laughs> that's like one step over the line <laughs> to become socially unacceptable. Like he, That's what he, he said. He was like... I was, was having like to a, intervene. It was like a drug addict. He said, yeah. if you do this... It's just one... St- <laughs> there's no coming back from buying a Marie Osmond doll, y'all. There's no going back from that. Oh. That you you might as well... They're just, so pretty. Just like start making costumes for your cats. It's like that one doll. Have you ever seen? I don't know what it's called. That Dolly Parton. I don't documentary. want to talk about dolls. <laughs> well, no. Have you seen the Dolly Parton documentary that's about the Dolly Parton fans? 
Oh, no, I haven't. It's a great documentary, and there's all different types of fans. But there's one, like, big chubby gay guy who makes all these Dolly Parton dolls. And it shows him coming and bringing them to Dolly. And every time she's like, it's surprising that she gets a new doll. Uh, It's creepy. He's a virgin. And you're like, he wants to take your skin, Dolly, (laughs) and put it over his dolls. I'm just generally bothered and weirded out by people like that. I, I don't I don't even think it's sad or anything. I'm just really concerned. If we get really famous one day and someone makes a doll of me. You'll love it. <laughs> you will. Maybe. You, that will turn the tide. I have a feeling, though, they would totally, like, kidnap me and put me in a pit like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Maybe. Is she a big fat person? Big fat person. <laughs> Mister, I got your poodle. She's hurt real bad. Hurt real bad. You need to get started on your, <laughs> poodle, your poodle boudreaux home I know. pillows. The poodle collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are waiting on the y'all. You From can the get, desk of poodle boudreaux. But anyway, with any merch, you can get 30% off. And I think if you're uh, a Is patron, it only this which, month? There are, these are patrons. I think the patrons... I think they can get their discount on top of the... I like it. <laughs> we just speculate. Right? We don't know. <laughs> We don't know. Don't come at us. We all, we don't, there's so much of our life, we just don't know that way we can deny everything. We don't, we just, <laughs> I'll be honest, we just don't have the bandwidth to think about it. I don't. It. We don't. We're doing like six shows a week right now. This is, by the way, this is Lalu. Lalu, this is, this is love, love After Lockup, lock Lalu. Episode. Lalu. Now, so this is on our regular feed because this is episode two. This is your last episode your of, the, of your last of free, episode. Of the free episode. If you're going to want to listen to three bitches, you got to jump to the Gatreon. Ooh, this is like your last taste of heroin before we take it away. And you all come, come you're going to ride, you're going to chase that dragon. This might be an, <laughs> the inappropriate show to say that in. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's a lot of them are struggling with that. I apologize. Yeah. While we're on this that. This is a good addiction. It's true. While we're on that, y'all, we're going to say. There are good addictions. There are good addictions. Dick. Actually, that sex addiction. That's, that's not, not good, good either. That's not good either. Um, learning. Chocolate? No. No, uh, that one's not good either. Learning. Learning. Learning addiction. Learning. I, I think that's the last on the the addiction chart. There's yeah. probably, probably not a lot of those. Cleaning. That one kind no, of No, that's OCD. That's OCD. Then you scrub in you your hands, Maybe please. there aren't a lot of good addictions. There's not real. There always is too much of it. Too much of good thing. It's too much. And a love addiction is a problem. Yeah. We're yeah, going to see that on this season. It's a problem. We're going to see that so on this season. Hashtag there aren't John. There a lot of good addictions, but with, with for hours, you get a lot of good stuff with it. Yes, it's true. We do want to say real quick, uh, we talked to this mainly last episode. We just want to remind everybody. So we are just taking a, a knowing of who we didn't know this. We had one of our patrons come at us and because y'all, we always make fun of people's names. Yeah. Always. That's what we do. And we offend everyone, but we realized Equal last opportunity. week with Chevelle, we were making fun of her name and someone came from us, a black woman and said, that was disappointing to me because when you think about the history of black people and you know, yeah, we, and she sent us the, she posted an article, a great and, article on our Facebook and we, group. And we kind of read it and I was like, mm, she's right. Because like destiny, destiny's name is dumb, <laughs> but it doesn't keep destiny because she's white from getting a job interview. Yeah. And, and so even, that's the difference. Even more than that, 
Destiny's mom wanted it to be cute. Yeah, and, so uh, whereas this is something that black people in our country and maybe in other countries, I can't speculate, and there's the, and, have really dealt and in, with. In like the black power movement in the 60s and 70s, there was an attempt, there was a complete uh, uh, willful attempt to move away from traditional names. Yes. Or, tw- or toward traditional African names or toward non-American names. Yes. And so uh, that was that was intentional and we're still kind of seeing that today. But I think what this does as we're talking about, I think it's a good reminder of what we're talking about, Black Lives Matters. And I think for a lot of white people to understand, it was not our intention at all. We didn't even <laughs> think about them yeah. being black. So I can understand where some white we people say, but you weren't meaning it that way at all. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it kind of doesn't, doesn't matter what doesn't we really meant. matter what our intentions are. It's the way it's, it's heard. A ma- yeah, and you know, someone said, "I can't believe Matt said this because he has a black boyfriend." Um, his name is Kyle. Like, so <laughs> I've never again. I just think that shows that white people we really need to like work beyond ourselves to learn to listen yeah. to educate I th- ourselves. I think too, it's not even a question of oh, people aren't letting them be who they are. I think it's a question of just having someone present a viewpoint and us go, oh, they got a point there. They got a point there. You know, and just to learn a little bit. And uh, and we, I never have any problem with people coming for us. Not at all. Y'all, if, as long as you do it in a way that is fair. Fair. And, and, and that is not, uh, and where you're not coming in either calling us names or I can't believe so-and-so or I can't believe they won't let them be them. And you know, um, yeah, you might get triggered by something we say. Just remember, Brene Brown talks about of coming to someone and giving them the giving them the benefit of doubt that they didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah, we are never trying to hurt anyone. No. However, if some of you come for us and say we can't make fun of Tania and Brittany, fuck off. You're listening uh, you to the wrong off. show. We're gonna fuck we're gonna make fun of them. It's open season on those terrible, assholes because they have terrible names and Brittany's name is spelled horribly. <laughs> We're gonna make fun of them, anyway. And she is she is the living embodiment of that like huge orange wig on the li- on the Looney Tunes it, commercials. It, it is ironic or, too com- that you know, cartoon. Jake and I had a long conversation before we did Lalu about oh, there's not a lot, but there's a couple of people that are black that are in prison. How do we talk about that as white men? So it's interesting <clears throat> all the other stuff we did, and even talk to other people about to get advice yeah. on. And I love that the name thing is a thing we fucked up. I think, too, it's something we we make fun of names just because it's kind of a it's like it's mostly an eccentricity of mine. But we both make fun of it is uh, uh, where I think people should have to go to a council of naming um, to get their name passed. You know what? (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, but to be honest, uh, if she wants to name her her daughter Chevelle, go ahead. I kind of wish it was just spelled differently, though. It it, it, it should if it was S H A V E L L E. I, I would that. not have a problem. It was the spelling. <laughs> it was the spelling that bothered me. But it me. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're just trying to be more. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's all we wanted to say about that. And um, let's jump into let's jump these in, hot y'all. messes. Um. So Scott and Lindsay. This episode is number two, you guys. Episode Season four, episode two. Bad, bad at being good. good. A lot of people come about Scott's lips. Everybody's wondering about his lip. I really think, some people think it was a cleft palate surgery. When did he have it? And I wouldn't make fun of that because that's a burst of, but I really don't, if you look at him from the side, it looks like he got filler put in his yeah, lip. Yeah, it does. Badly. 
it just it's so red. The and area is yeah. always looks like it's inflamed. And I feel like when we've seen older pictures, his lip doesn't look like that. Yeah, I feel like she he got stuff done. Yeah, it just looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. Still been sucking the Kool Aid Man's dick, y'all. It's oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming, coming. <laughs> I'm bad at being we, good. We did have we did have a lot of people say speculate, speculate on what the what color the Kool Aid Man's cum was. You know what? <laughs> what did you say again, Poodle? I said it was blue. Oh, you did say blue. Yes, you did say blue. We had um we had some good some really good. Well, I'm going to read one of the comments because some of them. Were really really hilarious. Um, like, like Klingon blood is blue. <laughs> it uh, is. I'm thinking maybe You're maybe it's green. Um, it's been a long time. Um, as Sweeney says, I imagine the Kool Aid's man come to be like a mood ring, where you can tell <laughs> how he's doing at life from what flavor That's comes fair. out. Like if you don't get Kool Aid at all, but if it's a great flavor aid like they had in Jonestown. Ooh, that shit's she just not dropped for the him. Jonestown. She did. Anyway. Y'all just Google Jonestown. It's not a happy Kool-Aid story. <laughs> it's not a happy Kool-Aid story. So, y'all. Um, anyway. And Kathy, Kathy said, just yell up to my husband. Carl, <laughs> what color do you think the Kool-Aid's come is? And he was on a conference call. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so we'll see anyway y'all so uh, y'all came at it's us it's definitely not clear and it's not cloudy because there's no cloudy kool-aid i think it's i think it's a it's either purple or blue okay pur- i really believe that okay yeah um i love that when it, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i love that when it came to uh when it came to John, we were like, how does John have so many wives? And Lucy Robinson on Patreon comments said, here's the deal. John eats pussy. <laughs> That's true. That's how he gets his he ladies. Does. It's he does. breakfast, lunch, and dinner down there, yeah, y'all. I bet he does. Three squares a day Christiana, of pussy. get ready. You might oh. say yes to this marriage invitation next episode. He must be good. That's a talented tongue. Good for him. Anyway, back to Scott and Lindsay. Uh, Scott and Lindsay... Uh, this is something we have, I did not get out of the first episode. They have never seen each other in person. They have not. Think of what he has done for her when they have not even, so he's bought, he's given her daughter money. Get a $1,200 phone, which sounds like a lot, but y'all, an iPhone's $1,200, but you you just pay it off every It's probably going to fuck up in about a month. Maybe. I'm I'm really anti-iPhones, even though I have one. It's true. They're so expensive. They are. Remember when phones were like $75? But. And they were. Fl- <laughs> but all you did was make a call on them like once every couple of days. I know. But, but I remember like my Toshiba flip phone uh, was like $300. And I had it for like four years. Even my Blackberry, you called Rice Phone. Because oh. there was rice in it. Y'all, he got it. <laughs> I called it rice foam because he got it wet and he put it in a bag of rice. And then and the it somehow, rice got, rice stuck, got, in got stuck in the phone. And it would rattle <laughs> with rice in it. And when it rang, it would go. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a rattlesnake. I forgot about that. It did. <laughs> I miss rice phones sometimes. I do have to say, I my iPhone's fine, but I... To this day, my very favorite phone ever was my BlackBerry Pearl. I loved that phone. BlackBerry Pearl's a good drag queen name. It is. Uh, 
I I I just feel like what are we paying for when we get an iPhone? What are you fucking paying for? You're paying for a computer in your hand. You are. But they literally fall apart. They I, don't last. I think maybe you're coming from a place of someone who destroys electronics. Um Come at us if you guys have had y'all, Apple phones just like just fucking die on you. They all of them die, but you've got an y'all. If you're in our, if you're on our electronics top, should last. If you're on our top tier Gatreon, you just you saw us today. We did our YouTube live. It was a lovely, lovely, it was lovely afternoon. You also saw Poodle trip on the cord, <laughs> spill water all over the power strip, and you see how he destroys electronics. I was going to get my gavel. I made. He got a new computer, and I met, and I bought a case for him. And he said, "I don't want this case." And then he put it on and then about it's necessary i dropped a month my, later he dropped, dropped it on my laptop the on the cement because he doesn't put his computer in a bag he just walks around with it like it's a well, fucking no, it, bag it of doritos fell out of the bag i just didn't uh seal it <sighs> anyway um scott's bought a lot of shit for Lindsay. yeah and he's even we find out he says every king needs his queen oh and God, so i wish we could just stop saying that some things y'all Lindsay, y'all, she is a woohoo girl to the biggest extent. <laughs> She's been in what she say jail. She's been in prison seven months I and did. had eight incidents. Yeah, I, I get a lot of fights. Uh, I don't like it when people tell me what to do. This does not sound like someone who's been rehabilitated by any means. I kind of agree. <clears throat> She's a woohoo girl, and that makeup is still distracting. That Harley Quinn makeup is still distracting. It is, uh, um, Mister J. Her, that's what um, she calls her. Her daughter is named Miley Grace. It is a double name, you guys. Miley Not Grace. Miley Grace, blah, blah, blah. It's Miley it is Grace. It's Miley Grace. Well, it's like my friend Jimmy Don. We call her Jimmy Don, even though her name was Jimmy Don Stewart. <laughs> yeah, her name was Jimmy Stewart. That's but we a call real her person. Jimmy Don. I'll pause for a minute. I just texted with her the other day. <laughs> her and Lene. Y'all. I until I met some of these people, I thought he was making all this shit. No, up. I love Jimmy. She's one of my best friends. <laughs> How's it spelled? J Y M M E. Of course it is. Anyway, her brother just came out gay like four years ago. Good for him. Oh yeah. So Miley Grace. Um, Miley Grace, and so Miley. My name is Miley, like Miley Cyrus. And so and Brenda, Miley Grace. Brenda's the grandma to Lindsay. But this is where we see, you know, what a lot of which it is said. You see cycle of drug use or cycle yeah. of like, we're just assuming, but her mom's, Lindsay's mom's out of the picture. She is, yeah. Her mother, Brenda, raised her. Yeah. So this so breaks this my heart. four generations now. Brenda probably had to see her daughter, either if she's even still alive, go through this, and yeah. now she sees her granddaughter. That's yeah. got to be hard. And uh, my, besides Molly Grace. Uh, and so and Scott. Little, y'all, the little girl's cute. Oh, I she's just, cute. I hate the name. Um, but it was like, Scott is close to her. And yeah, like, he uh, buys her clothes. He went over to Brenda and Miley's for Thanksgiving. Y'all, there are red flags everywhere here. You know what? Just to have this man who you don't know from Adam uh, in your ch- in your child's life, and you've never met in person. Well, They're just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> well, you put it that way. It's like. Although, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but when Scott was with her, I didn't get like a pedophile vibe or anything from him. I don't think that at all. It's kind of sweet, um, but it's just, and I think we find out, I mean, let's just bring it, let's just talk about it, y'all. 
Scott's son Connor was killed in a car accident. His name Connor? Yeah, it was Connor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and so, he says his biggest accomplishment was his son. His son. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. You know what? That did me. I really had empathy for it. It made me really sad to see Scott. Because yeah, two, only, only like two or three years ago. That's his, I think his only son. That, yeah, I don't know. He wants another family. That's He's what I thought immediately. This family. is his second family. Like, I bet you that he'll probably want to, when Lindsay comes out, I bet you he'll want to have a baby. Yeah. That's probably one reason why he likes dating a younger woman. I think, too, um, we, uh, it's, ugh, God, it's just. I, 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 I find that um, uh, he even, and, and Michael even, sorry, Scott, Scott even says, um, you know, it's, uh, it's trouble because she gets in trouble because she's an, she's an attractive, beautiful white girl. And, and I went, uh, and I was like. Uh, I know a lot of attractive, beautiful white girls. And trouble doesn't find yeah. them. Got Jimmy Don Stewart, an attractive, beautiful white girl. Yeah. She never got in trouble. Now, and she was they, sassy. You can, y'all, if you want trouble, you can go find it. Any of yeah. you. You don't have to be white. You don't have to be black. You don't yeah. have to be anything. And you don't have to be pretty. I thought that was an interesting you choice of words. You can find trouble. Trouble doesn't find you. And also, too, the way he said it, though, was like, beautiful white girls usually get into trouble. I, and I went, no, it was awful. No, usually they are get away with yeah. a lot more shit than he's women kind of, of color. He's kind they of get other, put they her, deal bullshit. He's kind of put her on a pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's put, the thing that, it's like with somebody <clears throat> in addiction, but also like, and that's what she's done, y'all. She ended up, she graduated community college, which good for her. She was kind of on a career path, but then she Did realized. Did she graduate? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, her mom, Brenda, said that. And so. Um, I thought she was like, why do I want to have a career if I can just make $1,000 a week? She graduated, from, but even she realized <laughs> she could make way more money selling drugs. Because, y'all, if she graduated. I know that. <laughs> yeah. But what prevents me is maybe an idea that I might go to prison or an idea that I don't want to get people hooked on drugs. Y'all, because Piano Cat 77 <laughs> is in demand. He could be camming all night I know. selling I the doobie. a lot of money. Not the doobie, that's legal, but selling the... <laughs> so, anyway, that's what... And I, she hasn't said... Did they say Lindsay used drugs as well? Oh, she had to She have. looks... She, has she the, was high as a kite when she was... When she was uh, oh uh, yeah, when she's the, driving, the, yeah, driving, yeah, yeah. The, driving the car, 140 miles an hour. So, because she was driving down the highway, don't turn back. Cause Cause I'm never gonna, gonna turn, turn back. Because I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops. She came. has another song. She does, it's, Elena. It's not good. <laughs> Y'all, she has another song on this Instagram. This is Smothered, by the way, we're yeah. talking about. Elena from Smothered. That comes on tonight as well. Oh, God. This Y'all, Sundays just fuck us. It's a lot. We have <sighs> heard inklings from people in the know. We think there is going to be either some type of Smothered reunion. Yeah. Because t- this Sunday is the last episode of Smothered scheduled. Right. Ooh. So, and you know what? What did you say about Smothered? I just want you to say it on air. What did you say about Smothered Ending? Uh, I'm going to kind of miss it. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I needed. Um, uh, but I say, I say I'm going to kind of miss a lot of things. I say that when that dog moves out downstairs that never shuts the fuck up, I'm going to kind of <laughs> miss that dog, too. 
even though I want her dead sometimes. I don't think she's ever going to move out. I don't know. she gets married. Probably not. Mm. Anyway. She should date women. <clears throat> I think she'd do well with that. I don't know. I don't think it's her way. That's I don't okay. think it's her way. She's got a cute Go guy now. Own way. Anyway, uh, is that it for them? I think that's basic. But like you said, man, like, this is not going to go well for Scott. You guys. And yeah, I, think he's, <clears throat> I think he's actually doing it in a not creepy intention. I actually, what when I heard that about Connor, I went, oh, he's really going into this so yeah. he's blindly really wounded. wounded and so um, not optimistic. I'm just blanking on the word. But so it's just wholehearted. Yeah. Genuine. Also, you guys, when you're paying for everything for them, know that that creates an inequality. And yeah. and that's hard to get over because in a fight you will bring up you I've will. paid for everything and that's just gonna make Lindsay uh-huh. probably feel more like a loser. And when two people when if you if you're in a relationship now where neither of you where where <laughs> one person is either is in, in is in like either one person is the gives all the love or one person gives all the money or one person if there's an inequality there that's a problem. You guys should talk about that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard. Anyway. That doesn't keep me from, like, finding a rich older guy. <sighs> you keep fucking that up. <laughs> I don't want to get started on it. Anyway. Speaking as you talked about earlier about love addictions, let's talk about John and Christiana. 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 Yeah, Christiana, not Christiana. 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 Y'all, John, he's got a limo, y'all. <laughs> He called some guy named Buck who has a limo service. No, no, this is Sal, who's Our like Sal. right out of the right out of Goodfellas. Yeah, he is. He's like, hey, hey you want to pick her up? Yeah, yeah. So, and John's like, so listen, I'm gonna pick up the limo. We're gonna take the truck. We've got about 40 seconds when she gets out of prison, and then we got to get to the halfway house. This is a lot of expectation in one day. A lot, kind of more than I kind of. My heart kind of hurts for John because I think he's planned this out so well. It's never going to be what he thinks it will be. You know, my heart doesn't hurt for John because I think John is, I think that he's, I think we're going to see a gross side of him. Uh, You're probably right. Right now he kind of seems like this, oh, I'm just this hopeless romantic or whatever. I think you can't be married that many times with that many kids, like, but I think you and I live here on this planet, and he lives. What planet does he way live on? Over there, <laughs> he lives on planet um, Zipton. Zipton. Yeah, it's I like just Zipton. It's, the rules don't really function no. how we live here. No. Um. So I looked this up because I could not find it. This this is some kind of specially designed native marriage costume John has on. Oh, it on. is. Oh, it's like well, no, I I did not find it. I was I was looking for native oh, marriage okay. things. There's like someone come at us if you know anything about this. It's black, but with like like tassels, kind of. I didn't know. If it Looks was like a, he bought it at a Western store. I didn't know if it was a costume thing. I thought it was just bad fashion. His normal. Yeah, attire. That's what but I, I thought. think he would want something that was that was nice to get married in. Well, she's wearing a t-shirt <laughs> and shorts. So, and, and she some fillas. So she's wearing he's wearing this like purple and black thing. Um and y'all, she's going to get out. Oh, that's the asshole with the moped. 
Who rides it around? Oh, I didn't even block. hear. Y'all, sorry, the windows Some are open. Some asshole's got a moped, y'all. I'm just riding around our block. Um, <coughs> so, so he, she's getting out between seven thirty and eight. Yes. Um, and he's putting curtains up. Oh, God. boy, you are just you're sneezing. I know. You're coughing. Cough, it's all a mess. Allergies like nuts. Crazy today. <sighs> I just want a tissue. I've got one. Oh, my gosh. Should okay, we here, pause finish, this? No, finish it. Well, I'll, so t- I'll tell you about he's, this. They're putting up cur- So they get there at like 5 in the morning or 7 in the morning, whatever. They He's putting up curtains. He's They're putting out the steps. They're He the, went to Hobby Lobby they gotta have and curtains got some vines. They're going to fuck. Yeah, he wants to have the curtains because, y'all, we're reminding they're you. Fuck. They're... Going to get married. They're going to walk up the truck and get married. And then when they're done getting married, they're going to put a mattress in the back of the truck. And they're going to fuck. And they're going to fuck on it. I That's I, literally what he's... I, my question, what are they doing with the stairs? Are they just leaving them? I believe the, the stairs will stay behind. Um, and then why the limo then? If you're going to get married, are they going to fuck in the limo? It all seems like it's gilding the lily. I think the limo is just to take them to the truck but where they get married. Oh, so they didn't want to bring it all there. Yes. Oh. Oh. I think, wow, though. This is orca- <clears throat> John could be an event planner. <laughs> I wow. think even more is that usually when you build stairs, there's something to get to. This is just building stairs up to a truck. I mean... You just could have helped her I, up. I like his idea of levels, though. Like that's maybe like the the preacher's like bema or he could have got an attachment. <laughs> maybe he could have got an attachment <clears throat> that you know you can put your truck bag down and it makes steps and then it folds. You know what? You no, know, I, I think, think that's not for us to worry not, about. He didn't go to AutoZone uh, and see that. Anyway, he hasn't. We find out also he has not proposed to her yet, and he that is, not. is good. And he, John says, you know, I can kind of be impulsive. <laughs> He's like, um, no shit. He's like, yeah. I said, yeah, we got that in all caps. He also said, my relationships are short lived. I've been married several times. I married one of them twice. Okay, y'all, come at us if you've married an ex twice. That because that you, happens. You knew that happens. You knew. I mean, some people get their shit together and get back together. I've heard, no. This that is happened like, on the Parent Trap. It was lovely, but like when you marry someone again. What happens? I don't know. Maybe I want to know why. Maybe he had a huge dick, and you realized what a big dick he had. But you have to when you got out. But you have to get divorced. You have to go through divorce. Yeah, and then you get married again. You go back to that dick. Come back to dick. That's not a song. <laughs> I'm begging you, please. <laughs> not a song. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Christiana does tell him. Look, John. I love you. Too loud for me. But I'm not in love with you. He, which he means. Tell, he tells her that on the phone. She, she tells, tells him that on that, the phone. Yeah. Which means, is this the best time to ask her to marry you? <laughs> I think. But she says that I don't know. This is really interesting. She says, I don't know if I'm in love with you because we ain't fucked yet. Because we ain't fucked. Now, I'm not sure if. Fucking is a good inclination of whether you're in love with someone. Because I'd be in love with a lot of people. A lot. (laughs) I've been in love with love when I wrote that big (laughs) uncut. Yeah. I'd have a lot of people in love with me. Um, 
So, <clears throat> so we meet. So, Christiana, y'all, she comes out and she's like, she's got a she's great. She's got voice. her box. She's like. Oh my God! It's a fucking limo. <laughs> yeah, she's really awful. Her accent's disgusting. Oh my God! It's a limo, you guys. Y'all, and I've said this. <clears throat> where did I say this before? Did I say this on? I said this on a YouTube live. Yep. I'm only getting a vibe that y'all. I think her and a prison guard were more May than just had, friends. Yeah. And it wasn't a male prison guard. It was like Britanni. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, sometimes we can both find love in here. <laughs> Anyway, she says, uh, you know what? I won't, might not miss Smothered. I will miss my Bertani voice. I know. We all will. <clears throat> um, y'all, Christiana was in and out for 14 years. And for burglaries, mostly with drugs Because related. of meth Cocaine, and crack, meth. she says. Yep. Um, and I don't know what the difference is between meth and crack. I think I kind of did, but. Uh, are you serious? I thought they were the same thing. Crack cocaine. Oh, crack, crack is, is like a cooked down version of yeah. cocaine. Oh, are you really kidding me? I'm I'm pretty drug naive. What would you think meth is? Meth is methamphetamine. Well, yeah, but sometimes meth I think has crack in it and vice versa. No, crack was like '90s. Crack. No, I didn't like experiment crack. with a lot of shit like you did. <laughs> I just watched, I don't know. I just watched television and uh-huh. saw movies and uh-huh. watched the news. Yeah, and you didn't and hear like coke off you some didn't guy's hear, dick. You didn't hear like the crack epidemic in the '90s. That just that you were just listening to like who uh, Meet Me in Montana <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Was. <clears throat> it's true. I was, that's when I was watching old reruns of Mr. Ed on Nick at Night. <laughs> He missed all of that, y'all. I missed all of that. Um, anyway. Crack is crack cocaine. Um, Christian- a, street, a street cheaper form of cocaine. Okay. Christiana said she's never had the love and affection that John gives her, and that they met through pen pals. And that, that is how uh, they do old school pen pals in this, y'all. A I lot had of a prisoners. pen pal in, in elementary school, a really? French girl. Maybe you'll have a pen pal with a prisoner after this. Maybe Unless you'll we say can video chat. Well, maybe you say you're like name. You're a female. Your name's Marilyn. <laughs> I think you'd be a little surprised. <laughs> anyway, uh, they y'all they've only known each other for three months. Three months, and that's something. And then, poodle, <clears throat> what did you think of this marriage proposal? When he's like, uh, something I should get out. I, I should get out of the way first. So I know what you're going to think about this, but want to marry me? It was the shittiest fucking it's a marriage. bad proposal. This was wor- this was I don't want to go on record and say this. This was worse than when Paul asked Karini's dad to marry. <laughs> this was worse. Um uh I don't know. No, who was who was that? No, it wasn't Paul and Karini. Yeah, he was as dad he was trying to do the finger, oh, show the finger. Oh, oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um who was it that it was in the it was Avery and um and Omar, when they got married, and Omar basically married the man. Oh, yeah. And then Ricky had a horrible proposal on that fucking boat. Oh, yeah. You know how my father proposed to my mom? How? If we got married, we could save a lot of money on taxes. (laughs) Your mom still twists a knife on that, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. That's how my father proposed. Wow. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to get married. I think they were at the end, and my grandmother was like, when is that 30-something-year-old man going to marry you? Oh, because he was older. Uh, yeah, he was like But he was not six divorced, years older. right? He had, no, he's yeah, never, he was never, never married, married before. Yeah. Neither one of them had been. 
My mother wow. was 26 when they got married. Oh, wow. And my father was 32. And my grandmother would say, yeah, that old 32-year-old man coming around here. Maybe your father was like a little a gay and denied it. And maybe he was pushing it down. I don't think so. Maybe. He just, he just He's like me. He couldn't be tamed. I can't be tamed. Oh God! <laughs> All right, y'all. So John has married, and then it's we don't know. We're gonna have to wait till next episode, and you're gonna have to wait because if you're listening on the free podcast, oh, we're taking a break. We're gonna pause for commercial. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. 
And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. If you're on the Gatreon, we just sailed through we just i didn't just pause scratched my all. nuts and we went on gross um okay let's talk about jessica jessica um you are just in a state today i just uh, had some kind of allergy let's talk attack. about jessica and maurice maurice the baguettes Brum 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 um you know what came it made me laugh because every time they would say it's the morning of the it's Marie release. the baguettes. Uh, oh, it is Marie. Mar- the Maurice mor- is her father. Morning of release, and I'm like, I've seen that morning. <laughs> Been a while for every, you. Every morning with a release is a good morning. <laughs> That's a day oh, truth. Um, so she's in California. She's picking up Maurice. Um, so we find out that they've been together and they've been married for a while, but they didn't find this out the first episode, y'all. This is not a good sign. She has not seen him in two years because of wine poodle. Where are you listening? Uh, he he basically got in trouble for allegedly bringing in drugs to the prison. So, so he's had all he's all he, he's had all his privileges taken away. But that's not good. No, that's not good if that's true. So if and basically she also finds out that when they were when they were talking, quote unquote. There was another girl who was talking to him as well. Yes, and so so she was. So she said, "I started to think like, did he marry me just so he could have conjugal visit and have sex?" But uh, oh no, that can't be it. Maybe sounds great. And I'm like, uh, <clears throat> I would too. To Maurice, Maurice is hot, y'all. Basically, Ooh. y'all. So she gets there at like seven thirty, and you know sometimes you don't know when they're going to get out. They could get out seven thirty, or it could be like. Noon, and that's right. when he got out like hours later, y'all. And they just showed like I feel like fifty percent of the episode was just Jessica getting ready, for, just pacing <laughs> and waiting for him. Like I'm so nervous, I'm so. And it reminded me of like y'all. That is Poodle and I waiting for that hot donut light to go on outside of Krispy Kreme <laughs> donuts. We're just standing there. When's it gonna go on? When's it gonna go on? I don't know, Poodle. When's it gonna go on? I'm first y'all, in line. Yeah, because. <clears throat> If you've never had a hot donut from Ooh, Krispy Kreme, y'all, when the hot donut light is on, oh my! I have drove, I have almost wrecked on an interstate, <laughs> pulling to the other side because of the hot donut light. It's very good. It's very, very good. Mm. 
Yum. That kind of took me out of what we were talking about for a little Krispy bit. Krispy Kreme started uh, where I grew up in North Carolina. Really? Mm-hmm. Look yep. at that. Poodle, um, a poodle from Pickens. See <laughs> <laughs> up from Mumbai. A poodle from Pickens. Um, anyway, so uh, she's got her little short dress on with her boobies out. And he's she's real excited. Uh, there he is, and he does come out, and he said, I'm exuberated to see you. <laughs> and he's like, that's not that's, a real word, but, but word I'm, I made up. I'm saying it now. Um, y'all, he is tall. He's tall. He he's is got a hot. big old dick. He is a big, Woo! huge dick. And it he is can, like. And he can go for hours, she says. He can for hours. Oh, did she say that? Yeah. I missed Earlier. that part. Uh-huh. Oh, she did, y'all. Y'all, it's, I'm, 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 hours I'm, is too long. I'm waiting for like, this OnlyFans. You know. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But when you've been in prison, maybe you want... Think about this. You've I, been actually, in a sexual prison. But if it's, when things are lifted for you, maybe how long do you it's think... It's going to be like five minutes first, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. And then Even we're going to need to do later on. Oh, you're not going to let them leave. Yeah. Like you'll make them sit in the closet while you smoke a cigarette and drink an iced <laughs> tea. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up in there. I'm almost done. Yeah. Wow. I go take a shower and reapply. <laughs> so she's been waiting. We find out too while she's waiting. He was in the crypt. He was a Compton crypt, which is one of the largest, it was the largest gangs yeah. in the U.S. Um, and so she just kind of hopes that he can stay out of trouble. And I think that's what. Did he say crypt? Is it, or is it the crypts? Well, well, he was a crypt, but the crypts is a gang, but yeah, you're a crypt. I thought you said crypt. No, like crypt, crypts and bloods. C-R-I-P. That, I, I thought it was Crips. <laughs> like, the, to the grave. They ride or die. No, it's to the Crips. Crips. It's Crips. C-R-I-P. There's not a T? No. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Uh, look, why don't you look up... Are you sure? Why don't you look up Crips and Blood? Hey, Siri, look up the Compton Crips. <laughs> hey, Siri, what's the Compton Crips? This is an educational show. Okay. <laughs> You're learning. Well, oh, my God. There's no T. <laughs> Again, where were you in the 90s? I thought it was... Where were you? Well, I remember that... When um, you said Crips, I was like, wait, wait? Eddie Proctor, my social studies teacher, said that we had some Crips and Bloods in Ardmore. Shut up. And he said we could tell by the colors red and blue. He was a kind of racially insensitive white man. Actually, no, he wasn't white. He was Native American, but his culture was white for a lot of part. So I don't think he was really accurate. (laughs) He's the same coach that whenever you said the Pledge of Allegiance. Was that Cody Proctor's father? Yeah, <gasps> Cody Proctor was hot. But when you said the Pledge of Allegiance and you said it wrong, if you said one nation and then paused and said under God, he could say, he'd, he'd hit the intercom and go, Sandy, she was his secretary. Sandy, could you send down Jake, please? I need to talk with him. Sure, Mr. Proctor. Sure enough, he would call you in his office and say, you need to say, when you recite the Pledge of Allegiance, you need to say, one nation under God, and not put a space between God, because we never space our nation between us and God. But if you have a comma there, if you, even if, okay, there's so many things that are wrong with that, <laughs> I don't know where to take it, take Yo, it apart right now. Just like, I'm about to get on my soapbox. Isn't but, there an actual comma between it? I don't know. Uh, but even as one nation under God, indivisible, for liberty and justice for all, with liberty and justice for all. Um, 
But it would seem like but that kind of one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. But it's kind of like you're not separating. It's still, even, even, even with a pause there, we understand yeah. one nation under God, indivisible. We assume I think all those not are a modifiers. Comma. I this I'll get flack for this, but sorry, y'all. I wish they'd take under God out. It wasn't added until, what, like 54? That sounds right. Uh, yeah. A lot, I don't know if y'all know that. It originally was not in the Pledge of Allegiance because— You mean under God indivisible? Uh, yes, because we did not want religion involved in our country. Right. Originally. And that changed. I, I can't even speak because that, that, was, that was in a different time for me. But, but like that's what Mr. Proctor would do. But this is so stupid, wanting to die on that hill. That's Mr. Proctor. But like, I worked as an, well, I was a waiter at Interurban for about a month. But, Terrible waiter, and he Interurban. Le- it was called Interurban. Yeah, they had good beer biscuits. They throw them at you. They're good. But I once was waiting tables. It was my second week, and I waited on him and his wife. And he lectured me for fifteen minutes for not telling him that that baked potato was a dollar fifty extra. <laughs> and that's when I decided right there. I don't want to be a waiter. We need to get off Mr. Proctor. <laughs> this is stupid as shit. God. I was like, you sitting here, I was sitting here looking at your words, and I was like, this is so stupid. Who We're talking y'all? about this. Crips and blood. You learn something <laughs> every day. No, you learn something from things I'm correcting you. <laughs> I knew that. I didn't know. That's great. Thank you. God. Like you, di- I still can't believe you did not know you. You had to know crack was different than meth. What you think I, it was? I knew it was, but I didn't know what the distinction was. And meth is methamphetamine. It's amphetamine. Well, it's I knew a, meth because I like did speed. meth counseling, so meth I understand. Yeah, but you didn't know crack and cocaine were the same. They're not the same, but they're but coming it, to the same yeah, thing. Same family. Where were we? <laughs> Good God! Anyway, yes, he was a crip. He was a not crypt, a crypt, a, concept, a Compton crip. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it makes it sound like they're a basketball team. Put it up for the Compton crips. No, I think you can just say crips. People are going to understand what you're meaning. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying her words. What she said. She said Compton. Crip. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh wow. Wow, you're so sheltered sometimes. Anyway. I'm amazed. Maurice says that his old life and his fake-ass friends are gone. <laughs> like that. It's like, bye, prison friends. Bye. Well, I think he meant from prison, and I also think he meant of his life yeah. before. Which yeah. I hope that takes... Y'all, we're getting to see, and we're going to see this with um, later, there's this fear of going... Falling back into your old life. Falling back into your old life. And, you know, again, from, like, listening to Ear House and stuff, there is this kind of, to really make it, a lot of them kind of have to start a whole new life. I think that's what the, whole that's new what the halfway house is supposed, supposed to do. To do. Yeah. 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 But there are ways, you know, especially if you're part of a gang, depending on how hard it is to leave the gang, sometimes if they find you're out and if you're close to this, yeah. they can threaten your family members Ugh. and, like, drag you back into this. So it's really, uh, really just a... It's a shame. So let's hope Maurice doesn't care about that now, y'all, because they're going <laughs> to They're going to go have some things. They're going to have some sex. For hours. They're going to go put on some Maxwell. <laughs> Ooh. 
Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. Mm-hmm. Andrea mm. Bocelli. Yes. Wait, on, that's, is that just me? No, 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 Let this be Shadows fill our day. I'm coming. Okay, turn it off, Carl. I'm done. Turn it off. Carl, light me a cigarette. <laughs> Carl, hand me that Virginia Slim. <laughs> Thank you. So, Carl's wife does get off to the prayer. Carl, <laughs> Carl did you know it was crip? I thought there was a tea. Y'all, I, I swear to God, she gives she gave up smoking years ago. Years ago. It's not for that after smoke sex. Yep, it's true. After sex smoke. That's the only one she really loves anymore. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> did you know it was crip? Crip. Let's move on. I don't know who I feel sorry for more. If I feel sorry for Scott or I'm, I thought it was going to go well, but I'm a little worried for Chevelle. Um, especially when uh, Quaylen made her pick up his mother, can who she's never met before. Who she's never met before, and then y'all. I mean, we're going to get into it, but basically, she, she's not telling the whole story. Yeah. So Sylvia comes over her mom with her questionable gold lip. We've already talked about it before. I, I didn't enjoy her makeup. This time she's not even wearing gold eyeshadow. No, it's to just make the it gold, work. which is actually better than the gold shadow without the eyeliner. <clears throat> I agree. It, I, that was better. Um, y'all, if you need to get your life straight, you just need to watch this mama. I love tell Sylvia. her daughter what to fucking do because she lays it out for her. Tells her what she needs to do, and she said, "Remember, you Some got truth talk." She's like, "You got yes." She's like, "You've got God. You've got good morals. That's all you need." And she's like, "He's either a lesson or, or a, a blessing. blessing." I'm using that. That uh, is good. Also, she says, "You know, you you have good morals. You have good raising." Remember, he's been in jail for twelve years. That is like, and a, that can change somebody. That's true. Are they are they in the South? Where is she? Kansas, uh, Kansas City. City? So close enough. But did people say that like? Uh, my mom wouldn't, but like my aunt and my grandma would say, remember your raisin. Yeah. My mother would say, remember your raisin. Yeah. I raised you right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. I don't wonder if that happens just more. I don't know. Uh, anyway. anyway. So, um, and she, mom does say, uh, promise me if you see signs or red flags, you will walk away because you're Please. a package deal with your daughter. Now it was. Hot it was truth good talk. advice. It was good advice. Um, again, <clears throat> she could be a life coach. And then we pick up Quilandria. Oh, mother. The mother. Yes, yes, yes. So Q's running the family. Runs in the family. <laughs> so, y'all, so they pick up the mom. And she seems nice. She seems nice. It seems like they're kind of like when you meet your mother in law, it's like. <clears throat> You're, it's a you're polite fake, nice, and it's a little polite. Let me get your bag. Oh, thank you, mom. So everything's good until she's like, "Well, I can't wait to just get him out of there and get him back to Texas." But no, he's going to be staying here. 
wait, did you see? Did you? Did he? She just said that. was like, um, no, that was why we moved to Texas. And then we find out in the kind of confessional that Quaylen, Quaylen he says, I never told Chevelle that. No, I didn't tell. I told my mom. Oh, I told I my mom he back. moved to Texas. Yes. And she, he, he told Chevelle that she was stay, he was staying in Kansas with Which, her. Kansas City is where he got into trouble. So, yeah, rightly so, mom <clears throat> does not want him to go back there. Yeah. So, I don't know who's telling the truth here, you guys. Oh, We're going to have to find out from Quaylen. Yeah, so I honestly... if his Or his mom is making it up. His, did his mom... Yeah. She, did she kind of rewrite that in her brain? Well, no, but I think not because he said, I didn't tell. So I think he already let us know that he fucked it up. He doesn't... He didn't say he... He said that I... He said, I told my mom I was going back to Texas. Oh, did he say that in yeah, an interview? Yeah, he said, I told my mom I was going back... I never told my mom and I never oh. told Chevelle. Oh, yeah, so he admitted that it's he's blind. That's I where I was like, because I really kind of thought like, so. But he's told Chevelle he's staying there with yeah, her. Yeah, that's what I got because he said in the first episode and even in the second episode, like he was talking about. So Quaylen may like I'm may like, not be good guy because shady as fuck. We actually kind of thought he was the one that seemed like he had the most shit together. Yeah, because he'd he been there twelve years, rehabilitated, and he was talking like y'all. It is crazy. My partner, he or he volunteers for an organization called Defy, which because it's this thing you forget about, y'all. It's so funny. We laugh. He was like, the last time I was online, I was on MySpace. Like, think about, we forget how much has changed. Yeah. Like, there'll be people that they don't even, but they might not even know what Gmail is. Right. Or maybe they know, it, but not well, how to use it. It depends on what what prison you're in and what state you're yes, in. Yes, it is. Because there's some prisons who at the, every prisoner gets an iPad. Yeah, I mean, but Quaylen obviously that did not happen. So, so yes, let's let's not paint it with too broad of a brush. No, that but what I'm just saying. Getting. But a lot of people, but some people literally they go into prison. The last <clears throat> piece of electronics they knew was a pager. I get it. And now they yeah. come out to this. So, I, but I'm just saying that's not everyone's no, experience. No, it's all different by county, state, and all that. Um, so they kind of they kind of have a. Um, so mom said like, he didn't tell me he was going to live with you again. And then it gets tense. It does get tense. Um, She's like, "Nope, I'm taking my son back." And then and, and, and I'm going to uh, walk right out of there with my and son. And Chanel's like, "Okay." She's like, "Um, well, okay, we'll see." Yeah, y'all, this is not good to be going up against your for future mother-in-law right off. And it's not good for Quaylen to to, <clears throat> to put them to put them yeah, together. together with that. I agree. I was y'all. I feel like he's going to fuck her over now. It's not good. I just good. don't have a good feeling about it. And she seems like the most kind of open-hearted person of all of them. She seems really kind. Yeah. She seems like she's trying to get her <clears throat> shit together. Yeah. He <sighs> might be fucking her over. But like, but at the same time, like, she has her daughter calling him daddy. Ugh. Like that, when I saw that, I went, no, honey, no. I don't, don't know. I, I, get no. Grossed, I get grossed out when I see that. No. I, th- I, wrote, I wrote down, this is going to be interesting. And then we get to really a poster child for good fathers. <laughs> Sean. Let's talk about Sean. Sean and Destiny. And Destiny. Um, so after basically, uh, he said, he's on the phone with her. It's like, after going over your extensive rap sheet, um, you're getting out tomorrow. I like it how... 
do the prisoners not know when they're getting out? I am confused. I guess some of them don't. They know it could be coming soon. You would think they would let them know longer to give them... <clears throat> if, someone's some of them been are in, if someone's listening to us and has experience with this when you're getting out of being incarcerated, I feel like that... Because in the Shawshank Redemption, people knew. <laughs> that's a movie. <clears throat> I'm, that's I'm, not I'm, real I'm, life. Uh, that's why I was making a joke about oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. But if... <laughs> I don't... You think they would let them know to... um. Let them make arrangements. Right. Because somebody usually has to pick them up. And then they only have like $300 or whatever they get. And they're they ready get. to get somebody out of there. Yeah. It's strange. I, you know, I need to do more research on this. Yeah, I won't. What am I saying? Come at us. Let <clears throat> us know, sissies. Um, so. Um, and he's like, if you take off, I'm out $50,000. And she's like, look. I've gained 20 pounds. <laughs> I'm really stressed out I'm right now. I'm really stressed out right now. <laughs> I don't need this. I want to look good for you. You're going to make me emotionally I eat. Know, I know. I know. That sounds like a lot of money, and it sounds like a lot to deal with, but I promise you, in the end, it's all going to be okay. Y'all. <laughs> and he's like, all right. I'm calling it now. Destiny is cuckoo <clears throat> for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. The, the, two, the two, like... Train wrecks I'm seeing right now are Chevelle and Quaylen and Destiny and Sean. Which I didn't think, I thought it would be like, I don't think Scott and Lindsay are going to be train wrecks as much as she's just going to walk all over him. Yeah. And he's, but I feel like people that are, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. That, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um. Anyway, y'all, he's, Sean goes to, what was it called? Plato's closet? <laughs> Plate's closet? Uh, Plato's what, closet. It was a thrift store. It's a thrift store, but it was called like Plato's closet. There's Plato's closet. Yeah, is that right? I don't know. I never heard it's of it. It's a thrift store. Anyway, he's gonna isn't meet- it Plato's closet? I Look don't it know. up on your phone. He's gonna meet <laughs> Kelly, who his common law wife. Common law wife. That's they a good ne- they're way never married. They have six kids together, and Kelly and his older daughter, um, Gracie. Gracie. Uh huh. Um, they are shopping, and um, yeah, you're right. Plato's closet. Okay, good. And so he just decides this is the ble- best place to tell Kelly, "Hey, by the way, I'm you seeing know that somebody. Girl? You know that girl?" <laughs> and she's like, "What girl? You didn't tell me about a girl." And he's like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh she's wait, in yeah, prison. I, I've been seeing a girl." No, literally, <laughs> he's telling her about the girl and that she's in prison. And she's like, "Now this is interesting." She's like, "Well." What's going to happen? Don't think you're going to see my kids when she... Don't think she's going to see my kids. She could be a guy. I don't know about that. I don't know that about may that. may be a little bit of hyperbole that may... because that would have been hard being in a women's yeah, prison. exactly. Because these days, you guys, they will oftentimes make transgender people go to the gender of your sex. Of, yeah. of your, you have to go to this Y'all, prison. being trans in prison is a hard thing. Yeah. It is. Ooh. <clears throat> Those people are not treated well. Yeah. Not treated well. Um, they were... Um, and so, so she's probably not a guy. And then Kelly says, so you just met this girl and you're going to marry her and you wouldn't marry me after right. 22 years. I just had to have your children. Y'all, she's kind of got a point here. She kind of has a point. Wow. She's like, I could just... I should just give you six kids. And, you know, you admire me. I guess I'm not good enough Kelly to keeps it real. She looks like she's had a hard life, too. Yeah, she and looks... she doesn't cut the shit. 
And she finally says, I'm going to go out in the car and wait. While you, you tell your daughter what you're going to do. Yeah, and you may know never, what? May never even see her yeah, again. May never. Th- that's a mother poodle line. <laughs> it is. Hope you see her again after this. You know, I just can't be. I can't watch you do this. So I'm going to wait in the car. This will be the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. he's telling Gracie. Uh, um, who literally, I just want you to think about this. Imagine if your parent came up to you and talked to you about someone you've never heard of in your life. That they're in love with them. And they're going to marry them, and they're in they're jail. They're going out of jail, and not only are they, they're going to get out of jail, and they're going to come live in your house. I would be so shocked that I could not wrap my head around it. I would say exactly what Gracie did. Don't you think this is a little fast? Yeah. And she's like, I'm hearing all this. Then the girl starts to cry. And she's it like, was heartbreaking. Are you trying to start a new family? That broke my heart. I know. And honestly, guys, he's never met this person. He's never really even talked to this person visually. No. You don't spring this on your children. I mean, we've learned this for 90 days. Yeah. Y'all, keep relationships from your kids until they're serious. But don't say, oh, I'm serious and I'm or, marrying this man in a week. Can't wait till... Papa Quaylen comes home. Yeah. You don't know him. You don't know but, him. Uh, yeah. Especially for, that's even worse for her daughter's age, because her daughter's, what, three? Yeah. Chevelle's? It's worse. That's worse. Yeah. I agree. That's worse. Um, What do you think it is that, because I think kind of the commonality we're seeing in these people, we, you know, we see with 90 Day, they like live in this fantasy of being together, but... A lot, a lot of these people remind me of Tiffany and Ronald, where they want this insta, insta family. I feel like there's a different level of desperation here that the, that there, there's something playing around along in their head on a loop. I'm never going to find anyone. I need someone. I need someone. We, were, we said before, love addiction. Every single one of these non-inmates is dealing with love addiction. Yeah, guys. I agree with that. Every, and I think every single one. And love one. addiction is real. In other words, you need it to live. Yes. And if you don't have that kind of attention or, or some weight, some person to give your love to, you don't feel real. It's true. And, and, and after a while, it's kind of like, but I want to help. Maybe, maybe it's someone in prison. That way, it's like you know George Costanza when when that way you know where they are. It could also have to do with people who've been cheated on before. It's interesting. So a lot it's, of people who have been cheated on before, and so maybe they feel like if someone's in prison, they can't cheat on them. That's what I just said. You know where they are. Yeah, you know where they are. They just click. But what? But it's interesting to me that it's like Tinder times a thousand, and that you know where they are, but you don't know who they are. True. They could paint any picture of who they are to you, and yeah. You, and, and if you look at the from the other perspective of the inmate's perspective, who's getting out, think about that is like in a, in a way it's kind of like that's a golden ticket. This is someone I'm 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 going to start my. It's this weird like paradise. I'm going to start my new life with my brand new love. Mm-hmm. And so, and it can't be real. So it's very interesting. It's it's an interesting. I like watching the show. I like it. It's in, the, it's a it's sl- sad. I will say it's a slow burn. It is a slow burn. Um, the episode that we watched in season either one or two, two. with Tracy season and Clint one. that was amazing. That was like bonkers nuts. Which and I kind of loved everything. I about did too. It. 
we'll see. People are liking I this season. I hope this turns out bonkers. Oh, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be... I think John's going to be bonkers. There's going to be a Lalu theater with John in that <laughs> wedding. I'm telling you that right now. Anyway, that's the show. That's the show, y'all. Thanks for jumping into this. We're having a good time doing it. Now, again, this is... If you're listening to the free episode, this is going away. Love After Lockup will be... It's at the $8 tier for our Patreon. All the episodes <coughs> drop on Sunday night. You can go to 90 Day Gays uh, forward slash... Or Patreon.com forward slash 90 Day Gays. Or you can just go to 90daygays.com and click on the Patreon links. It'll yes. take you there. The don't pull over level. The don't pull over. The, no. That, oh, yeah. That's don't pull over. I don't remember things. Don't pull over $8. $8 tier. And y'all, we don't really have a sign up for this. Sign off, do we? No. What should it be? Um, don't say I'm just a prisoner of love. Oh, I forgot the our, our theme song. It's true. I'm just a prisoner, prisoner of, of love. RuPaul, don't come for us and make us take it off the air. See y'all next week. Bye. Lock me up. Throw away the key. I'm just a prisoner of love. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.